Well, I came upon this incredible uh, track on YouTube where a street artist called David Kozlowski doesn't actually say where he was. Maybe that name suggests he could be in Poland. He is playing Hallelujah. And all that he's got is a table on the footpath with 30-odd glasses with different amounts of water in them. I'm sure we've all run our finger around the rim of a glass and got it to sing. Well, he played that whole song. No trickery, no background music, no nothing. That's uh, set to introduce something that Carolyn Jasinski didn't do, but she went to St Hugo, which is now the name of a restaurant and event centre in the Brossa Valley, as well as a great bottle of wine, where they held a masterclass for Riedel. Carolyn went along this week and she swears that you can actually taste the difference when the wrong wine is put into the wrong glass. So, Carolyn, I've got this theory that you could almost use anything to drink anything and, and it's going to taste <laughs> like it should. You know, a glass of water is a glass of water. But the right wine in the right glass tastes different than if it's shoved into the wrong glass. Now, I didn't even know there was such a thing as a right glass and a wrong glass, to be honest with you. So tell us about this experience. It sounds like, it sounds like a great learning experience. Maybe I should go and do it, put my Vegemite jar back in the cupboard. Um, <laughs> what's the story? Well, it, it all started, I was, I was wined and dined, and, and I have to disagree that I wasn't there for the wine because I can't lie, I was there for the wine. <laughs> but, but I stayed at the Louise, and oh, yeah. it's just this beautiful luxury property. Yep. Um, so not only is it a beautiful place to stay, um, it's, it just gives you access to these exclusive experiences. One of them was a Riedel Masterclass. So it's a masterclass in, like you said, having the right glass for the right wine. And this is something that I guess I, I needed educating on because I didn't really think it made a difference. I'm like you. If I'm out camping, I'll drink wine in a coffee cup if I have to. But I can tell you after doing this class that it makes a huge difference. It's quite extraordinary. It's so not we the did power it, of suggestion from a very clever host, though, is it? Um, I guess there could be an element to the extent of the difference it makes, but... When I was actually tasting it, he actually asked us, there was a group of five of us, he asked us what our opinions were. So he didn't, he didn't um, give any suggestions until we had described what we were tasting and the differences. And, you know, I'm a sceptic about most things. I think we need to question and I love beautiful glasses, but I'll tell you what, this was really enlightening. It was at St Hugo. So, so do you, you sit down and suddenly you're presented with more stemware than you've ever seen in your life. It's like you go to a flash dinner and there's too many forks and knives and you don't know where to start. Is that what happened? Yeah, absolutely. You've got in front of you, it's like a tasting set up. So we, you have uh, a Riesling, Chardonnay, Shiraz and a Cab Sav glass. All different, yes. And, you know, I knew the difference between, say, a, a smaller Riesling glass and a big red glass but I didn't know what those differences actually meant until I did this class. Right. So the first thing is you, you, um, you sit down and we're presented with Riesling first. So Riesling in a Riesling glass is so much better. 
so it's a smaller glass most people would know it. it's bigger than your average tasting cellar door tasting glasses now i think now if i ever go to a cellar door and they've got those dicky little tasting glasses i'm going to turn my nose up sure, at them because right. they're, they're not actually offering the best taste of their wine right. but anyway the, the reason glass is bigger than that one of those tasting glasses but it's still quite delicate and it has a small bowl there's two things you have to look for is the size of the bowl the shape of the glass and the opening at the top and i'm saying this like i know what i'm talking about and i've only just learned it it's very it's very oh, exciting it's the right glass for any aromatic wine so it keeps the aroma intact it focuses that aroma so as you bring the glass to your nose you're getting that full sense of smell and then because it's got the smaller opening it funnels the wine along the length of your tongue and with Riesling that's apparently exactly what you need the shape of the glass funnels that Riesling straight back along the tongue instead of spilling out over the sides so yeah, so so when we first tried their Riesling, we smelt oranges and peaches. This was our descriptions, not theirs. And it's quite crisp and there's a fairly high level of acidity. So it's a little bit punchy, but it's got a smooth finish. Then we did the taste test. We, we poured the Riesling into a Chardonnay glass. So the Chardonnay glass is much more bulbous. It's big round glass and it's got a bigger opening at the top. So the bigger the glass, the more the aroma spreads out, which is what you don't want with a Riesling. And then the shape of the larger opening at the top, as you're drinking it, the wine spills out over your tongue and it fills your mouth, which sounds delicious. But then the flavours slip past the front of the tongue and they hang at the back. So then we moved on to Chardonnay. Now, Chardonnay, I'm a bit scarred from the 1980s with Chardonnay. It's not my favourite wine. So they had a big job to try and convince me that Chardonnay is, you know, my new favourite wine. It's still not, by the way, but it, it, it was interesting tasting it. So again, the Chardonnay glass is much more rounded with a bigger opening. So the Chardonnays are much more complex and they've got a lot of characters that need to be um, dispersed and come to the fore. So... In this big bulbous glass with a huge opening at the top, it's the correct glass to let all those flavours come out. Right. So we, we smelt it again and, and tasted it and, and everybody else is raving on about how beautiful Chardonnay is and I'm just going, oh, it's not as bad as what I thought. Right. <laughs> um, and then we put it back into the Riesen glass. And so in the Riesen glass, it... It just wasn't as nice. It sent, it sent the flavours to the wrong spot. It sounds like they've scientifically designed these glasses, but when you lift them to your mouth, if you've got the average mouth and nose, of course, if you have a big schnoz, you may not be able to fit it in the glass, <laughs> but it's actually tackling the receptors that are nearest. and It's tackling the part of the mouth that they want you to taste it on. Yeah. Now, if you're at a so Sunday we- barbecue and your bloody wine is full of ice blocks and you're eating a pork (laughs) chop on the side. This isn't going to work, is it? (laughs) No. Well, not not as good, no. It's poured wine in the right environment. And And I think at a barbie, if you started raving on about this, you'd sound like a bit of a a know-it-all. They they teach you any (laughs) posh terms to come out with after you've had a sip and go, oh, it's like such and such, you know, angel's breath. There was one word I loved was unctuous. Unctuous? 
unctuous. And, yeah. and I thought, what, what does that mean in terms of wine? Mm. And then we moved on to Shiraz. Yeah. But Shiraz is kind of a big, bold, rich, yeah. elegant kind of wine. So the, the Shiraz glass is naturally bigger than a, a white one. And it's got a it's got a big bulb, not as not as rounded as the Chardonnay glass, but it's got that big bowl and it's got a narrower opening. So you're back to the narrow opening, focusing that um, aromas and the fruit-driven quality of a Shiraz. But if you put that Shiraz in the wrong glass, the taste changes. So we poured our Shiraz into then a Cab Sav glass. Cynical me says. This is all very well, but if you want to try and produce varietal specific stemware, which is what they produce, it's going to cost a lot of money to fill the glass cupboard. Oh, absolutely. And especially if you want to get a different glass for each different varieties. I mean, there's 40 different grape varieties in the Barossa. How are you going to do that? Uh, what's what's Redell's offer? How many different... I think, I think they've got a dozen, but I don't know. It, it, it wasn't a sales pitch. The Redale glasses are spectacular, but you've, there's a lot of really beautiful glasses. Can I ask a, a, a kitchen question? Yes. Stick them in the dishwasher. Oh, I wouldn't. It, it, you may be able to, but I would never. I wouldn't risk it. So when we put the Shiraz in the Cab Sav glass, the smell wasn't so intense and the taste was sharper. But if you put it in the wrong glass, those tannins become much more aggressive. So it's very, it's very technical. And we poured our Cab Sav into a Shiraz glass and it lost a lot of its character. It lost flavour and then the tannins took over. So the, the tannins are meant to be there, but they're not meant to be the only thing you taste. That was Caroline Jasinski discovering wine in glasses. Mm-hmm.